Hello everyone and welcome back to the podcast. I'm not sure what episode we're on. I've had a few technical difficulties. My hard drive has gone bust. A couple of podcasts have just gone. So this was meant to be the last episode. However, I think it's not going to be the last episode. But hey ho, I'm getting it sorted out. And yeah, hopefully it'll get sorted out and I'll get these podcasts out to you within the next couple of weeks i might miss a week or two maybe not sure but we'll get it sorted out so today in the podcast i'm going to be doing something a little bit different i'm titled this podcast my life so far because although i've talked a lot about my life and i'm quite open a lot has happened since i first started the podcast series i started in november right after I'd got my diagnosis and I took a short break and then carried on with the podcasting. So although you might not realise it, there is a bit of a gap between the first episode and the episode we're at today. So there's a lot to fill up on. For example, learning to cope with my autism diagnosis. There's been a lot of friction with my family when I was trying to unmask at first. We're all good now, but I did notice at the beginning that they thought I was potentially putting on an act because this wasn't like this wasn't how I was acting beforehand and I started a new venture with my radio because if you didn't know I did radio in university I did tv and radio so I've started a new venture with my radio production but first I want to talk about learning to unmask and all the elements around it so something that has really been helping me a lot is using noise cancelling headphones now i was a bit skeptical at first on whether noise cancelling headphones would work whether they were for me i tried them i'm not sure what they're called but they're they're these earbuds and they're meant to help quite a lot with noise cancelling and managing your surroundings quite well so i thought they're a little bit expensive but I'll, i'll give them a go I tried them and honestly, it wasn't for me. I should have realised it before I purchased them because I have a real... I I can't do earbuds. I'm not sure why, but they just feel really uncomfortable. I feel like they can't fit in and when they do fit in, I always just notice how uncomfortable they feel. So I thought I'm going to give noise cancelling headphones a go. Surely they can help because I'm struggling a little bit, but generally I'm fine. So I haven't put them too much into practice, but I have a little bit. The one time I did was when we went to Costco, me and my mum, and I put them on and it was a bit surreal because I could not hear a single person and I thought it's good in a way however it's not very practical so i think i have to be mindful of when to use them and when not to use them so i've used them on busy trains beforehand where in the past i've mentioned that there was i went on a train and there were some drunk people who were really really loud so now i'm not i don't have that issue because i have my headphones in and i listen to music and i feel like i'm in a disney fantasy honestly like if you've ever seen zootopia where she puts in the earphones when she's leaving to go to Zootropolis. It's almost like that where she's in her own fantasy element and we're looking out the window and music's just blasting in your ear and you're like, this is the life. But also as well as that, I feel like if I put it on a setting where I can hear the ambience a little bit in the background, it really does help 
calm my nerves. I remember the thing that prompted me to want to get the headphones was I was at the Christmas markets in December with my mum and I was just getting physically and emotionally drained and overstimulated. I would walk around the store at the full at first when we got there. It was fine. It was perfectly fine. Sorry, I think I scratched my head. <laughs> I was um, perfectly fine. But as the day went on, the noise started to get overstimulating, the crowd started to get overstimulating. I felt like I was going to have a meltdown. My poor mum, she's, um, I've only just been diagnosed with autism, so she's not really clued up on all the, what it's all about. So she really just didn't know what to do. She didn't know whether I was being overdramatic or whether I really needed support and what to do. And she did try to encourage me just to carry on for a little bit longer, which wasn't the best idea because it actually caused an actual meltdown and caused a bit of conflict because she thought why is Athena being like this she never used to be like this because I was masking and because I was masking in the past and even in public I try to mask a little bit although it is tricky because I don't want people judging me so that is where I'm up to at the moment with the headphones. Surprisingly, the headphones really helped me with cleaning my room. So sometimes when I would clean my room, I would have my phone in the corner of the room and I would just tidy it and if I'd leave the room, I'd have to pause it. But when I have the headphones on, it sort of feels like it's very personal to me and I can leave the room and my headphones be there. No matter what corner of the room I go in, the sound wouldn't alter. And I feel like I just, it, it, I don't know why, but it really just feels productive even putting clothes out on the line I just motivates me and makes me feel more productive something I've noticed since being diagnosed is I find social situations a lot more harder than I used to when I was masking I know that makes sense a little bit but in a way of I can only last about half an hour sometimes whereas when I was masking I could last hours and hours and hours and the recovery time wasn't as bad so although I feel like I'm being more my authentic self it's got me questioning when I was masking was it such a bad thing I don't think masking altogether is a bad thing I think excessive masking for me is a bad thing because it completely drains me yesterday I was talking to my boyfriend and I think I was accidentally masking because I was just rambling on and on and on and on and on just talking about my day and towards the end of it I was like oh my gosh I've got myself drained just talking to my boyfriend so next I'm going to be taking a short break where after I'm going to be talking about house hunting in Manchester and my upcoming scheme trip which i'm excited for but also a little bit nervous so i'll see you after the break so welcome back to the podcast so the next topic that i'm going to be talking about is house hunting so as some of you may know i went to university in manchester and i've been back for a couple of months well I finished in June, so it's been a little bit more than a couple of months, but I've decided that I want to go back to Manchester, which is a massive step for me because I already had the idea when I graduated uni that I was like, right, I'm taking a gap year and I'm going back. But since leaving uni, I've gone to my universal credit meetings and they're really big on looking for a job. And so now I'm like, should I get a job? Should I not get a job? That is what I'm a bit 50-50 on, but what I'm 100% on is moving back to Manchester. 
I remember when I was in Manchester at uni, the independence and the skills that I learned were so, so valuable. I feel like if I hadn't moved away from home, I wouldn't be the person I am today. I know I say that a lot, but there's been a lot of experiences in uni that have shaped and shifted me. Before I went, I had so much anxiety. I couldn't get on the train. I couldn't leave the house, I couldn't cross the road and going to university has forced me to do all them things and I feel like being at home even now it's sheltered me a little bit. I live on the main road, it's the nearest town is about half an hour away, it's not very accessible when my boyfriend comes, there's nothing for us to do and plus the media opportunities are massive in Manchester so that is one of the main reasons why I want to move to Manchester. So I'm going to be moving in with my boyfriend and a housemate, someone that I met at uni, which is very, very exciting. But I'm a little bit nervous because I won't have the security that Halls has given me, where there's lots of people, there's people to help me, university's right next door but I'm feeling very confident and secure that this is the right decision to make so if anyone is living independently who is neurodivergent send me a message I'd love any advice so far I'm thinking of getting cookbooks that are simple and easy for neurodivergence my boyfriend said he's gonna help me a lot with organization which I really struggle with I really struggle with tidying organization I love a tidy environment but that is so something which I struggle with the mostest I find. Something that I struggled with even before going to university and even now is something called imposter syndrome. So that's feeling like you're not good enough or you're not meant to be somewhere or someone's going to be better than you. Now I mentioned this a little bit going in the radio station how I felt a little bit of imposter syndrome. I feel like I feel imposter syndrome in every single aspect of my life. So going to university the first time, I'm definitely getting better working towards my imposter syndrome. I remember when I was younger, I wouldn't want to talk to people, even my peer groups, because I was thinking they're a lot better than me, they understand the curriculum better than me. But I'm slowly getting better and realising that it's not all like that people fake it till they make it people sometimes people put on an act sometimes people are just surviving and sometimes people are thriving i've been reading this book about how to communicate with confidence if you're interested i can put it in the description below but it really talked about how we don't know what's going on in people's mind. Sometimes people are struggling. Sometimes we think we know what people are thinking by their facial expressions or the way they talk, but really they, something could be going on in their head and we have to be considerate when we talk to people. Sometimes somebody could be having a bad day. Sometimes we don't know the circumstances. So going into a situation, communicating with someone, don't just assume from face value that a person is how they perceive to be get to know them do a bit of talking back and to ask questions don't just base your conversations on face value and I think that's really helped with imposter syndrome reading that book I've read that chapter about five times because it didn't sink in at first but I just like rereading it as a little reminder that nobody's perfect but we'll all try and got absolute hardest and I don't think I would have gone to the cat radio because I felt like because I would have felt my imposter syndrome get so so wild that I would have thought no I 
I'm not good enough. That's one of the main reasons why my university had a radio station. That's one of the main reasons why, and COVID, but it was mainly that I felt imposter syndrome like I'm not good enough why would they want me there people in my year group are better than me they've had more practice but then really it's not really the case we're all in the same boat in the way of maybe some people do have more experience but it doesn't mean for example that I can't learn and get up to the same level as them we're all given the same opportunity we just gotta grab it with both hands and take what we have and just try our absolute hardest and it doesn't mean we can't do it it just might take a little bit of time. So next I'm going to be talking about skiing and my upcoming skiing trip happening in three weeks which is crazy to think about because I've known about this since about November time so it's crazy how it's just crept up along with my birthday which is in two weeks. So with skiing I am a little bit nervous for skiing but I'm nervous for two reasons. A, my coordination. I've been skiing since I was about five and I've never progressed. I've never had a teacher apart from when I was little and my mum believed that the teacher was neglecting me so she took me out of the school but I feel like I've never had a teacher as such. My parents have always taught me and bless their heart but they're not the best teacher they aren't. I feel like my coordination isn't the best and my memory function isn't either so I'll do great one day and then put me on my own and I'll absolutely freak out and I don't know what to do and I'll instantly go into snowplow which is a learner which is a learner mechanism a learner move but going snowplow on red runs isn't the best because it puts you in a feeling where you're out of control and you don't know what to do and I feel like I just need a one-to-one to really help me but I'm thinking going skiing this time we're thinking of getting me a one-to-one which will be absolutely amazing I know my family they really don't want to sit behind and teach me a one-to-one every single year and me sort of grasping it but me sort of not grasping it it's been years and years and years of me sort of getting it but sort of not getting it so I hope I'm a little bit nervous but I feel like I'm just gonna go for it I don't want to do snowplow I want to learn it properly but I think I'm also nervous because I have Raynaud syndrome which is basically where the circulation in your fingertips and toes is quite poor so when you go out in the cold your hands go purple and white I'm very nervous for that I know it's going to be quite cold where we're going not major cold but still a little bit cold so I'm trying to find some gloves and some socks that I've well insulated. I'm really nervous or that I'm going to get absolutely freezing cold and even though I'm going to try, I'm just going to end up crying because I'm that cold. But that is another thing which it's more manageable than the coordination thing. I can sort of solve that with the coordination and I have to work on that and try to make it a lot better and trusting myself because skiing is another thing where I have imposter syndrome within because I feel like everyone else is better than me I've not really been given the one-to-one I've already just been told to tag along because everyone just wants to go down the mountain and they keep saying to me snowplow is good enough but I've come to a point where I want I don't think snowplow is good enough for me I just want to try my best and 
have a one-to-one instructor and do the best I can so yeah in a way though I think skiing might make me happier because my dad's not really going to be skiing so I might get to go on lots of winter walks with him if I'm well insulated it might not be too bad and the dogs are coming too so it might make me happier the thought of snow does make me happy it's just the coldness doesn't i definitely prefer summer though over winter just because of my reynards but yeah it does make me happy a lot of things have been making me happy recently such as running i've been running a lot recently i've been seeing my boyfriend i've been seeing family i've been watching disney plus a lot of things have been making me happy recently which has been great So this is going to be the end of the episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. And although it wasn't my original episode, which I planned to put out, I still think it turned out well. Let me know down below on whatever streaming platform you're on, which parts of it you enjoyed about this episode or any episode actually it doesn't have to be this particular episode it can be any episode also let me know if there's anything else which you like i'm still recording episodes i'm still putting them out i think the episode number i'm going to be doing for this podcast is 11 i think 11 i've got three more to record and then that'll be it which is exciting in a way but i'm gonna be taking a short break from recording the podcast but still in the planning process on creating and organizing to record more content which I'm really excited about because I've really enjoyed making podcasts I really really have so I really hope you enjoyed it and I'll see you in the next episode hopefully fingers crossed it'll come out (laughs) bye